This episode of the Crown Refs podcast is brought to you by RefereeStore.com. To save 15% on all United Attire products, enter Crown15 at checkout. We hope you enjoy this episode and do us one last favor before you listen. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs podcast. The audio experience for basketball officials. Serve the game. I'm real nervous about it, but the more we talk and I pull up different games that we can go through, I can take the pointers that I'm getting from you and limit that into my tryout. Hopefully it goes well. It can't not go well. What is bad? Yeah. What is it going bad look like? You not getting hired? Sure. Okay, great. That's part of the process yeah. and you'll be better next year. Next. Yeah, next. That's why yeah. I like nerves. I understand nerves are natural, especially when you have eyes on you, when you're doing something new, you're, it's a new experience for you. You're being evaluated. So I get it. But the sooner you can self-talk yourself into not letting that become a distraction and just actually enjoying this, yourself and having fun and not stressing and staying poised and knowing that you've been training and, and working hard at improving. And this is just uh, another step in your process. So don't, yeah. as soon as those nerves start to kick in, that's when you, in your mind, have to start deploying positive self-talk. So it's very much high level, like, you know, top, top players in, in their areas and stuff. So it, it was really good basketball. I will say it was really good basketball. It was a good experience. Will I do it again? Probably not because they worked the crap out of you like uh, we probably did I think about 25 games and we had like four breaks out of all of those games in three days so it was a lot of work so I was real tired okay I know I know what these events are like so you stayed at a hotel too yeah we stayed in the hotel uh, we started on let's see last Friday we started at like I think our first game was about 11:50. we didn't end until about 10 15 then Saturday we started at 8 30 and we didn't end until about 10 15 10 30 then sunday we started at about 8 i think 8 or 8 15 and we wasn't done until about 4 30 4 45 so we were oh my goodness it was it was a lot of work it was it was a lot of work and and the only part and why i say i wouldn't do it again was because you know we were expected to work hard but we really we really wasn't given the fuel to work hard, you know, and we wasn't given the time to kind of take that break and, you know, get that stiffness out of us. I mean, by game seven, running up and down the court with, you know, 16, 17 year olds who has a whole heck of a lot more energy than you do. Uh, it's tiring. It's real tiring. Your feet are hurting. You're, you're starting to think about how hungry you are. And then you got, you know, parents hollering at you about things they don't even know what, what they're hollering about. And, and you know, I was with a, a guy that, that I ref with here. So it was good to be with somebody in that environment that I was familiar with because um, we were kind of, you know, on the same accord and in sync. So it was easy on that aspect. But as far as just, you know, producing good, good officiating and, and taking it play by play, that was the difficult part. So I like the challenge, but it was a lot of work, and I don't think I want to do it. <laughs> it was a lot of work, though. Well, that gives a lot more context to the saying or the the phrase, you know, I need some time off. I yeah. totally understand, and and yeah. those I've heard of those weekends before. That's a straight up financial execution mm-hmm. by the you know by the tournament directors. It's mass games. It's on the hour. It's maximizing the schedule Friday, Saturday, Sunday, bringing refs in from out of town 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I can understand that could be taxing for sure. A lot of work. A lot of work. Uh, a lot of work. I'm sure it's a great little check for the weekend. You know, oh, yeah. You're earning every hour. So that's great. But hopefully you, 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 you got better, too, as an official there and saw some plays. I'm sure you saw hundreds of plays. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of it was... <laughs> was was probably bad too and a lot of <laughs> lagging and dragging on but that's that's part of the gig you know so I, but i'm looking forward to seeing some of your film uh we could screen share right here from riverside oh, is that your big bro is that your big bro you working with <laughs> nah that's my guy darius i've worked with him uh once before this season and when I met him, I was like, dang, dude, how are we going to have the same hair, bro? <laughs> yeah, for how real. How are we going to have the same hair? He actually went to a local high school here, too. And we're about the same age, I think. So I love it. It's funny, yeah. And then uh, it's my guy, Chris, uh, up in the – looks like he's going up in the trail there. So just watch the positioning of the outside okay. officials here. Watch how, yes. how far away the center gets. Right? He's okay. counting. That's good. Mm -hmm. Now the second shot, where is he going, right? He starts, starts backing, backing up the up, mid court. Backing up. Mm -hmm. And now we got two trails pretty much. Mm -hmm. So I have, I'm kind of alone on rebounding plays. Yeah, no one's really marking the shooter for a free throw violation too. Right. So just don't want you to look at that and be like, oh, that nothing's wrong with that. All right, you're in trail here. You look uh, like you have a really good demeanor. You look good out there. That jersey looks nice and tucked, clean. I had some knee tucks on too, <laughs> Paul. I got some knee tucks, man. I was like, these days are nice. Shout out to Mike Ori, creator of That's knee tucks. It. He's the man. Yeah, he is. Some things came in handy. It, it, it shows a big difference. It's a great look. Yeah, I felt waste. I, I felt slimmer, like sleeker cleaner yeah, like you didn't look like that at rogers camp last year at all right? at all no nah, it's a, a huge difference I, I definitely believe that okay get your arm up a little bit higher here straighter yep. yeah yep for sure so this just has to do with you slowing down giving yourself the ability to get it up higher you just immediately stop the clock raise it and then then point it right away so just just yeah. get up a little higher but the point looks nice and smooth okay. yeah you lost some weight too right i have yeah i have i've lost about uh since Rogers camp, I probably lost about five pounds. Really? Yeah. Feel way better. Yeah, not that you needed to lose any, but you definitely look just right. tighter, just leaner. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, for sure. Now, this play gets a little sloppy. It mm -hmm. looks like a player trips on her. Oh, that was a different play. Now... That girl on the floor is not a legal player. It happened to be on her own team, so obviously there's no foul there. But if that was a defender and mm -hmm. she's on the floor and somebody shoots and steps on her head or chest or mm -hmm. shoulder, who's the foul on? Probably her. 100% her, the girl on the floor. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 the girl on yeah. the floor, yes. Even if she gets... Now, is that, would that be a, a blocking foul? Uh, good question. What do you report in that situation? Mm-hmm. I would just say a push. Push. Yeah. Okay. Should I be down further? I was kind of chilling up where the volleyball line was. Yeah. So right now you're you're a little too too far. I would be in line with this ball or one step behind it, gotcha. not the four okay. steps. Okay. 
So just being a little bit possession, better possession there is going to get you in better possession for the next play. Uh, okay. 28 foot mark is where you want to stay in the trail. You know, that little mark on the court. Mm -hmm. That's like your starting point for the trail position. So you want to try to get to that every time, depending okay. on where the ball is. If the ball's a half court and you're refereeing a competitive matchup, then I'm not saying go to the 28 foot mark, but that's just kind of mm -hmm. like your starting point foundation for the trail position in the half court. And then you position okay. adjust accordingly from there. So yeah, I would step down a little bit here. Okay. And be kind of where this head coach is. Can you see the arrow that I'm moving? Yes. Okay, yeah. I would just say kind of right where the arrow is. Or just okay. two two to three steps lower. Okay. Because then as the ball goes away from you, if you were a little bit further down, you would still have a good vision on, on right. this lane right here. Okay. And then it leaves you. Good block. Um, I would uh, reduce the amount of signals you show on a out-of-bounds play like that. There's no need to point to who the person it went off of and then point. Okay. It just looked like multiple stabs of a sword. Okay. With different hands. Just too many hands going on. Too much signal yeah. at once. Okay. Okay. Your run's looking better. I've been kind of... Much more fluid. A little more self-aware about my run. Just I've been running more on the treadmill just to like... And watching myself in the mirror, seeing how I look mm -hmm. <laughs> while I'm running at the gym, yeah. Pump those arms. Okay. It makes you quicker, too. Yeah. I always like a nice burst of arm speed on that initial go. Like if you're going from trail to lead. Yeah. Just a, a quick turn of the hips, explosive arm movements gets you right into your run. And it kind of powers your run. You don't have to exert that same amount of energy on that first okay first. Oh, that's the way it makes me feel sure kind of like you hit the turbo button at the beginning and it just kind of powers you and gives you enough speed that you need before you come to a stop on the other side okay um get a little lower here 28 foot mark couple steps down as you can see okay. there's not many players between you and the nearest player so no need to be that far out okay. now you're going all right we're going the other way uh, stay down. Stay down okay. here and help out with the, the press coverage. I don't know if they're pressing. They're not. So we're going back down. You're setting up for a new center. Opposite side. Really good posture. You look to be moving much slower. Your arms are a little wide when you run. Okay. Maybe get them a little bit close to your body. Okay. Did you know, Do you notice that? Like kind of your arms are a little out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do that when I'm when I'm just kind of like on a, a jog at, at the gym on the treadmill. I keep my arms wider uh, to not exert too much energy because I run for a fairly long time when I'm on the on the treadmill. So, yeah, get them closer to my body. I'm saying tuck them a little bit more similar to your throwing uppercuts. OK. All right. I love those Virginia jerseys too. the, the stripe is thicker. Yeah, we do. We call them the little stripes or the big stripes big when stripes. we, uh, yeah, when we do AAU tournaments because not everybody does uh, high school uh, in AAU. So the the guys who do, they'll will always text before like big stripes or little stripes. Little stripes is the little the Dick's sporting goods shirts. All right, so let's eliminate this excess signal 
that your partner okay. showed and now that you're mirroring, I believe. Okay. You're mirroring the bobble signal or the unofficial, the unapproved yeah. bobble signal, which yeah. uh, I've done it before. I, I actually like to do it sometimes if I have to give an explanation maybe, or you never mm -hmm. have to give an explanation in the middle of the play, but sometimes I like to communicate that on uh, on fumbles, fumbles. So maybe it's the fumble signal. Okay. But I think your partner did it. Okay, your partner's doing it, which no need to do it. And then you do it five seconds later. Did you notice that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just noticed okay. it, yeah. Did you, did you notice it in the game? Or did you just... No. Okay. I think I was, like, self-talk, and I was like, oh, man, she bobbed. Because I was, like, you know, trying to slow it down in my head, and I'm like, oh, she bobbed. So I think it was just my brain was talking to my body movements, and I did it, but being more aware of that, like, just keeping it in my head. I mean, I thought it was good that I was slowing it down in my head, but... Then just naturally, I was like, oh, she bobbled it, is what I said to myself, I remember, in that moment. But no need to even have, have that on your mind in that moment, because it, right. okay. it was your partner's play. It happened five seconds earlier, and it was a signal okay. that he maybe not should have even shown. So no need okay. to mirror that and still kind of okay. be with that play as you have a competitive matchup right in your primary. Okay. So just moving on a little bit quicker. Okay. Uh, center position. Mm -hmm. We talked about the, the trail being the 28 foot mark being the trails starting position for the center. You want to focus on the free throw line extended. Okay. So we'll free try to get okay. there every time. Now it looks like you had a call. Good mechanics by your partner. Remember beckoning subs. We do it with the hand higher up. Up here. Okay. Make it warm and welcoming. The two W's, okay. warm and welcoming. Warm and welcoming, okay. Same thing, straighten that. Good call, straighten that arm out. Straight up, okay. Um, I'd like to see you actually stop the clock with your left hand here in this situation. So, okay. Because it's close to the table side? No, this way you could just point with the same hand. So you oh, stop gotcha. with the left instead of the right, and then you're going to show okay. your double dribble signal three times, and then you stay with the left outside hand point. Okay. It's very small, minor details, but I mm -hmm. think it, it forms good habits and just solid fundamentals of being ambidextrous and versatile to adjust and just present the right signal in the right uh, form, in the right direction at all times. Okay. And don't even start speaking or acknowledging the player until you're finishing your responsibilities, okay. signaling. Okay. Right. right, so you see how you, your body language is already engaging in the conversation, which reduces mm -hmm. your, the effectiveness of your signal. Then you kind of okay. give a more nonchalant signal, like eh, while you're talking. So just hand, and this is a big picture theme: handle your business before you engage with any players or coaches. Yeah, I've actually I remember you saying that in one of the podcasts I was listening to, and even in the tournament in Tennessee. Um, I had called a foul and I went to the table to report and the coach, he stood right in front of me while I was reporting my foul and my number at the table. And I said, coach, please let me finish my job. And then we can have a conversation if it's a good time. And, and he backed off and he's, Oh, I'm sorry. But yeah, I've been, I've been more comfortable with asking coaches to let me complete my duty before we interact with each other. Excellent. Just so I don't forget what we're doing, what I'm doing. Yeah. So that's helped, yeah. And in just substituting job with the job. word responsibility sounds even more professional and even more 
oh, I'm going to leave okay. her alone. She's right. She has a professional obligation. Sure. Not, okay. like, not like on some, let me do my job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <thanks. laughs> For sure. Okay, good. I'm glad we connected there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So does, was this conversation of note? Um, she just talking about a previous play. I believe so. She was one of the bet. She's one of the better players on the team. Um, so she she talked to me quite a bit throughout the game, just asking me questions on why um, we weren't calling this play. And I, I believe in this moment here, she was trying to get me to. I think somebody may have been pushing her or, or holding on to her jersey or something, and she was making me aware of it and, and I asked I said okay cool thank you what number and she turned around I think she was trying to think of the she number but the couldn't number. think of the number, she don't know the number. Yeah, I know. no offense <laughs> yeah and this was a championship game so I think it was just the emotions were high but I, I think it was just the hey can you watch her, such and such holding on to my jersey or something and she was nice throughout the mm-hmm. game when she was asking mm-hmm. this all right so mm-hmm. then I have nothing to say to that besides if there, if she wasn't respectful, then there's no way we're going to allow that voice to creep in the game three to four times. Because by like the yeah. third time, second time, it's like, hey, if you have a question, we're very approachable. You have to stop making calls onto the court. Focus your, you know, on your responsibility as a player. You have to stop being a distraction. Or, or yeah. then you go to the coach if they become an issue and say, hey, I'm trying to manage, you know, number fourteen. I just wanted to bring to you. You know, I've had some interactions with her that weren't too positive, so I'm just kind of yeah. done. So I'm just coming come to let you know. Okay. It's just a tool. How tall are you? A uh, five five. You got long arms. I know, and, and my daughter when I when arms. I shop for clothing, I tell her it's a <laughs> it's a whole vibe. It's a vibe. It's okay. <laughs> We're gonna grow into them eventually. We're short know. with long arms. Short torsos too. I feel like my torso is real small, but like my my limbs are kind of long. It's weird. All right, so let's dissect this play mechanically. You're doing okay. you're doing a bunch here. Watch. You changing your call? I don't. It glitched. It Run that back. Glitched on your end. Yeah, glitch on me. So you stopped the clock. You pointed a direction. Then you started tapping the ground, or pointing your finger to the ground in a tapping motion. Like, stay here, stay here, stay here. Was it an out of bounds? Are you seeing that? No, I'm not. It's it's real glitchy on this end. That's why, like, it, the ball moves, and then I'm getting the ball. So I'm missing something in between. Oh, okay. Or you can, you can pull it up on your end and, and not screen share. This okay. Is a, this would be a good sequence to watch because then you had a – a whistle on the other end. Wow. Porsche just coming and saving the day here. Did I? What happened? Wow. I wasn't even watching. No. Damn, you, I'm uh, trying you to caught a cruise saver. Did I? I think you did. Yeah, we gotta we're gonna have to pull this one up. Yeah, run that back. I'm sending it to you now. Okay. Yeah, you came from trail to uh get this offensive foul where it looked like Oh, I remember that. I remember that play. I remember that play. Where we had contact to the face, and no other official had an, had a whistle. And, and nobody were, blew that. You were far away, and uh, I love that you came and got this. This is absolutely something that we come and get contact to the face. We can't miss those. And if you're oh, I, I remember that one that when we were at Rogers Camp last year, 
And I, I distinctively remember you coming up to me and saying, did you see any contact to the head? And I was like, no, nah, I didn't see any contact to the head. Now, every single play that's going up for a layup or a shot, I always look at the face. And I've gotten a lot of hit to the head calls. Um, and, and typically I get, oh, and then when I make my, my ruling, you know, it kind of, it, it calms down a lot because I'm saying hit to the head or hit to the face or yeah something like that. Yeah. Did you get the clip? Oh, uh, yes, I got it right here. So watch your out of bounds call. I believe you changed it, which is okay. But I want to talk to you about how we're going to change it next time. Okay. All right. Let me go back and I did. I did see myself change it. I think I possibly. I don't. I don't really remember. It's back in February, but I've done this a few times where I, th I think I'm moving too fast and I'm pointing before I'm actually thinking about what I saw. And then, and then I'm like, oh wait, no, I'm absolutely wrong. It stays here, kind of situation. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So I feel like in that moment, that's what happened. And that's why something as simple and mechanical as getting your arm up higher actually right, okay. contributes to you slowing down, and okay. and that's connected to play calling. Okay. That's connected to our judgment, right? Mm -hmm. And. Mm -hmm. We gotta be poised. We gotta be patient. We gotta be slow. Be behind. Okay. Be behind the play. Don't be in front. Of, okay. Don't be in front of the play. So if we're gonna change a call here, stop the clock, right? Let's say you st you stop the clock. You pointed the direction, mm -hmm. and then you replayed it in your mind in that moment that you want to now mm -hmm. stay here. It's gonna look like this: white ball, my mistake, correction, blue ball. Okay. Correction, and then even another tap to my chest, letting everybody in the gym know my mistake. Uh, you know, I apologize that we're changing it, but we are changing it. So I'm giving you even more acknowledgement and more openness. This is what's happening. Okay. Because okay. we we don't have to be worried about changing a call. It, we got to be worried about getting it wrong. Getting yeah. Um, you don't have to be worried about letting everybody know. Or, or everybody's reaction that you're actually changing it. Like this is the process, <clears throat> loud, open, everybody's clear, you know, multiple whistles, tapping on the mm -hmm. chest, new directional point. So okay. um, now look at this. Now look at that next play you called. Look at your crew saver. Oh, did you send that one to me too? That That's on the same clip. Oh, dang. I didn't look at it all the way through. Okay, I got you. Hey, Portia, Lexi wants to say hi. <laughs> oh, say hi to Portia. Hi, Ladybug. How you doing? Said, hey, lady. How are you? <laughs> She's like, no. Thank you. Then you can talk, yeah. You wanted to come say hello? That's so nice. Yeah, I do want to. <laughs> <laughs> of is a ref. This is her game right here. Look at her. Isn't that, isn't that jersey? She looks good in that jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching that clip. Watch. You see her make a call? Yeah. She's about to call a foul. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great call, right? Yeah, that was a good call. That was a good go-getter. 
I did like I actually I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back because I saw it in the game it was so fast, but now that I'm seeing it, I'm actually kind of seeing the whole action, you know. Let's see. Ooh, yeah, she extended that arm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good call. I know. You were so yeah, far, far away, too, just getting over half court. And uh, great presence. Great, great, great signal there. Strong okay. fist. Your fist got up all the way. It was a really good directional point. And then even you showed a signal on the spot, which I like in this situation, just okay. to add even more clarity and emphasis of the illegal um, contact. Yeah. Okay, we're recording here, so you have to <laughs> keep it down, okay? She's like, I'm debuting myself. Or are there any questions you want to ask Portia? Well, don't touch the microphone. It's going to sound make noises. <laughs> yeah, that was an awesome call. I'm going to clip that one, actually. I'm going to post that one. Oh, nice. Yeah, absolutely. So you didn't think, because when, when I called it uh, in the game, uh, I, I was 1,000% sure and 2,000% confident that that was an offensive foul. She extended with the arm. Um, the, the girl had great legal guarding position. Uh, she had actually beat her to the spot. And mm. the girl in blue just, you know, kind of tried to bulldoze her way through. So at first I was like, man, I was kind of far away. But then I was like, but nobody blew their whistle at all. No one got on it. Yeah, and you didn't default into... Oh, that that's way out of my primary. These guys must have yeah. passed be passing on it. These guys must not think it's a foul. Yeah. And you just said, no, I'm hundred percent. I have a clear look. Proximity isn't always primary. So what that means is you had the best look at this play, but you were actually the farthest away. So just because yeah. you're closest to the play doesn't give you the best best angle. Okay. And hopefully that nugget will give you the confidence too next time to to know mm -hmm. and not question yourself and say, oh, I'm really far at a primary. Well, no, I have a tremendous, tremendously clear look. Good view of it, yeah. Slide down a little bit and trail. 20, Slide 20 down, foot, yeah. 20 foot. I was just thinking that. I'm so far away. Good defender. We're watching defender here. As soon as you're running down on those fast breaks, you want to shift your eyes to the defender. Know where the offensive okay. player is, know where the ball handler's going, but get your eyes to those last defenders because if you have a block charge play, you want to be able to pick them up early okay. and see, uh, you know, if they're if they've established that legal guarding position and if they've maintained it. Okay. Was that too quick? Too quick to. I to, stopped. To I. Yeah, like I didn't, I was like real quick with my fist up to do the foul and I immediately signaled, I guess because I think my, my thought process was just to slow the play, stop the play, signal immediately, um, and then I went to the table and, and made my official signal. Now, I understand there's a bump from behind and mm -hmm. I have no problem that this is illegal contact, but on this exact okay. play, mm -hmm. what do you think would have happened if you would have held the whistle and do you think you could have held the whistle? She probably would have beat her to the basket and scored. It would have been a, a fine play for her to get to the basket. Yeah. So I want to okay. I want to be patient on those plays. Okay. You know, it, it, it's yeah. it's tricky because she definitely displaces her, but she displaces her towards the direction she's towards going. The, right, right. 
So maybe just having a little bit more of a patient whistle and the big picture awareness to know that ultimately we want to give these players an opportunity to score and let them continue okay. their advantage. So although there's a little bit of bump from behind, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, this this player probably wants the play to continue because they think they're still sure. going to be able to score. For sure. Okay. Now, if that contact throws them off balance to where they can't recover and the defender catches up or they, they bobble the ball or they turn it over, then that becomes a whole new play. That becomes right. a completely different play. Okay. You know, that changes everything about it. So just on that particular play, I'm going to leave that one alone. That t- Let that, that one go. Okay. That same contact may look completely different in another play and become more, more obvious, but okay. that's why every play is different. The formation of the players and the directions of where they're going all play a factor sure. into us deciding if something's legal or illegal. Can't, okay. We can't always judge it purely on the contact. Okay. You're so coachable. <laughs> I try to be. That's the only way I get better. That's it. We got to be. We got to be lifelong learners. That's right. A lot of contact on this play. Contact to the head. I didn't even see. Can you go back? Oh, you can't. Oh, was this right here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Partner had a really good call. Punched it. You guys still use the punch in Virginia? Is that a approved mechanic still? I uh, know it's a, it's a point. Right. Head behind the head point. Okay. That point, uh, the punch was last year, and they, I think they changed it this year. What I've learned is, there's so many different states with different rules, and mm-hmm. you know some states still use the punch. Some states mm-hmm. even have a restricted area in high school. They use the RA. Wow. Wow. North Dakota, I think Minnesota, which was fascinating. Really? Yeah. So that's why I ask. I mean, I know what in my state is the approved signal, but that's why I say is the punch still approved because you never know in these different states what the rules are. Yeah. She's back. She's back. <laughs> What's an Easter card? They gave us a card? That's very nice. All right, we're going to watch the rest of this third quarter. There's Portia. She's getting the ball now. Do you use a a lanyard with your whistle, or is your whistle just kind of like chilling and you pop it out? No, I use a lanyard. Okay. Do you? I definitely do. I I can't do it without it. I, my the the bigger fella Chris up there in the trail, he doesn't. That's what I was asking. And there's a couple of officials that don't either. I don't see how. They do that. I'd be concentrating too much on dropping my whistle, and I think that's – it can get sloppy if I'm not comfortable with it. 14, 15, 14, 15, I was just about to tell you, I want I want to see a cleaner pass out of you, and then I like the second pass much better than your okay. first pass. <laughs> I wanted to say, you know, pass it like you're a player. Okay. You're a player, right? Yes. Daddy, you can – you can look at this card while you do this. I want you to pass it like you averaged 11 assists. Daddy, oh, senior oh goodness. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Challenge accepted. Tough. Yeah, she's she's a good player. She hit the buzzer beater in this game to win the game. 
this is good. This is what we needed to do. I needed to, to see you work more. You know, I've only saw you work that one game in uh, last yeah. June. So this was a great update. Um, I love your evolution. I love the progression you're showing. Like I said, your appearance looks much better. You look like a college official. Um, I know you're working in all of these things that we're working on and and touching on each week. So I'm excited for your growth. I'm excited for you to try out for uh, the ODAC. Yes. Thank you. I've already penciled you in as getting hired. So there we go. I'll take that then. <laughs> that means that's a go then. That's a that's a go. That's a go. I'm real nervous about it, but you know, hopefully the more we talk and you know, I pull up different games that we can go through. Um, you know, I can take what we're watching and, and what the pointers that I'm getting from you and you know, implement that into my tryout and hopefully it goes well. It can't not go well. What is bad? Yeah. What is it going bad look like? You not getting hired? True. Okay, great. That's part of the process yeah. and you'll be better next year. Next yeah, next. That's, true. that's why yeah. I like nerves. I understand nerves are natural, especially when you have eyes on you, when you're doing something new, you're just a new experience for you. You're being evaluated. So I get it. But the, the sooner you can self talk yourself into not letting that become a distraction and just actually enjoying yourself and having fun and not stressing and staying poised and knowing that you've been training and, and working hard at improving. And this is just uh, another step in your process. So don't, yeah. as soon as those nerves start to kick in, that's when you in your mind have to start deploying positive self-talk. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely, and I'm, I'm the, that camp is June the 22nd. So whatever you know however that goes the next weekend is rogers camp so i'll be able to you know kind of tell you how things went uh when i see you at rogers camp so i'm super excited about that oh that's That'll awesome. be cool yeah yeah so i have like a, i have like vacation i'm going to the beach and then i go try out for the odec and then i got rogers camp so that's a nice little sequence a, boom 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 yeah there it is so a good relax and then you know getting it in and put some work in and then uh coming in and getting better from that so i'm excited all right well we're wrapping up episode three of the porsche and paulie pod let's go <laughs> i was like yeah let's do it that's dope uh, this has been really fun so uh it's great reconnecting with you and i look forward to two weeks from now doing it again yes absolutely thank you paul thank you take care thank you for listening to the crown refs podcast serve the game Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If our podcast has brought you any value in the past, then we would love if you considered joining our mentor program and private community for officials. You can go to patreon.com backslash crown to get started today.